All right, cool. Well, hey, appreciate you coming on here, modern day soldier. Really excited to uh, to have you, man, because I haven't done a podcast in a minute. I've I've been kind of lazy about it. So, well, we've been talking about doing this one for what since I since I left Arkansas, right? So it's 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 overdue, and it's uh you know and it, and it's definitely well well received, well welcome, and I've been waiting. So, cool, man. I'm I'm excited too. So uh, for everybody who is listening in uh this is one of my friends matt schuler he goes by modern day soldier that is his recording artist name um tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself absolutely so yes so um the correct way i say it is a modern day soldier so it's s-o-u-l-j-a soldier and, um, and, you know i'm a soldier yeah so it's funny i, I get that a lot you know but soldier yeah. and kind of soldier boy but nothing like Soul. soldier boy is what, what i like to say but yes it's definitely emphasis on the soul s-o-u-s-o-u-l and um recording artist hip-hop artist you know performer um just kind of you know um musician however you like to say it but i've been doing music probably for over going on let me see so i'm 35 now and i've been doing music since i was probably like 15 16 years old um more you know more serious as of recently but but i'm i'm approaching you know 15 20 years kind of just doing music but it's been something um, that I do um, as, as a passion, you know, something to, to lend a hand for sure. And, um, and just something I, I got into at an early age, which uh, I just seem to fall in love with. So, but, but I've done everything from travel the U.S., um, doing shows, music. Um, you know, I've done plenty of shows, festivals. You know, I'm probably about five, six albums in. And, um, and wow. yeah, and I definitely do music that is, um, you know, more positive and more um, influential. Um, and it's more, you know, so that's why I didn't want to, you know, talk to you on this podcast because I feel like it is it is fitting. So I more of a I like to say, yeah, man. positive hip hop art is, is the way I, I like to describe myself. And, and you got good stuff, man. Uh, I don't know if you mind me playing one of your uh, Instagram videos. Do you mind? Just not at all. Some not sound. All. Yeah, yeah, please. good stuff man it's got a good beat to it nice nice melody but honestly the message is great you know you are special we need more of that in the world right absolutely no it's crazy that you played that song obviously we just dropped that music video um you are special Um, me andre rom and bar and uh nuisance and um but yeah that record is crazy because as new as it is and um and i'm like i said we've been anticipating that drop for a long time and it's crazy because i always say like no pun intended but that song is like super special um you you know and it, like i said you are special and it's crazy because there there is hip-hop records out in the world uh, with this type of positivity and this type of message but in this day and age is very rare like in today's modern music yeah, society it's about getting money rare. And getting girls and hey my life is better than yours you know kind of thing yeah but that song definitely hits hits a note and it hits the heartstrings and it, it just has a very special feel like literally like that's the best way to describe it even though that's the, the name of the song but but yeah no i appreciate you playing that because once again I'm, i love that record and like i said when i make music it's literally all for the love i just love doing it and and making music like that it just gives me so much of a, a reward and satisfaction and knowing that like i said hopefully people will get the same you know the same feeling out of it yeah absolutely i think that's man just doing things you love 
you look around at the world and whether it be Instagram or social media, and it just seems like people are, are not fully doing what they love, including myself. You know, I love sports and I'm trying to get back into, in some aspect, sports, you know, whether it's talking on the podcast about it or working and making it my career. Coaching. I'm telling you, you got to get into coaching. Yep. Yep. And I know we don't have video on here, camp- Coach Schuler yeah. over here in the house. Yeah, high school, you, you said track, basketball, football? Yeah, so in high school, I actually played. So, I, you know, I was a three-star, you know, I mean, three-star, three-sport three, uh, three athlete, you know, because we had three seasons. So I did uh, football, basketball, and track and field. Um, I did a little bit of baseball growing up, and but in high school, those were my three main sports. But, yeah, so now I can't play like I used to. You know, I, I used to be pretty, pretty explosive and pretty fast, and I was pretty athletic, so – but now the way I, I do enjoy the sports is by coaching. So yeah, so I'm today today's day and age. Besides the music, which I do a lot of different things, I'm coaching high school uh, track and field right now. But I also do <clears> high school football, and you know, and I, and I, I work with uh, the middle school and uh, like a physical education. Oh man, that's awesome! I've always thought it was a calling for me to get back in coaching, and so I need to probably own that and, and try to get back in it at some point. It's the next best thing. And, and honestly, it's like the, like being a coach is crazy because I've been coaching, you know, for about six years now. And it's like, it's just a, it's a special thing where, when, you know, when kids look up to you as coach and like the, the bond you share with the athletes and like, you know, like I said, still to be involved with athletics, but, um, but it's definitely lending a hand for sure. When, when you're, when you're a coach, you know, you could do it in so many aspects, um, whether teaching, mentoring, um, inspiring and uh, no coaching is definitely the way to go if you're trying to get back into athletics without being a like a professional athlete or or you know so forth yeah now I mean you know uh, I'm a huge Razorback fan being an alumni there and we just had a killer March Madness run we went to the Elite Eight for the second year in a row and we just landed a another five-star recruit about two hours ago so I'm pretty excited about that but uh you know, um, so funny thing is we've actually, we've met in person before, uh, you know, you've been over at my house, Matt, and we had a little bonfire, had some fun. Uh, I met you actually through Andre, who also has been on lending a hand as well, but it's cool that you, uh, you're doing your thing out there in in Cali, man. I I love to see it. You're, You're growing every day, man. I feel it. No, I appreciate it. That's, you know, that's the, the point of life, man, is just keep, keep growing every day, keep, you know, keep moving, um, you know, and keep uh, just day by day kind of putting one one foot in, in front of the other. But, um, but yeah, I've been meaning to ask you. I know you, you told me to kind of put some thoughts together, man, but how, for sure, how's your mom? I need, to, I need to know how she is. She's definitely a light in the world that we need more of. Oh, man, yeah, she's, she's good, man. I'll, I'll let her know you said, said hi. She, uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Okay, no, and and it's crazy because when I when I when Dre brought me over to your house and he was like, hey, you got to meet my friend Keaton, and he's like, you guys are like, he was like, you guys are like one and the same. Where he's like, you guys are, you know, definitely. He when he, when he met you, he said you reminded him of me, and and so I was like, all right, I got to meet this guy. What is he talking about? But obviously, we share a lot of the same, um, a lot of the same same loves or some you know same not characteristics, but um. Um, a lot of similarities, right? You're into sports, like I said, former athlete. You're into the different Gross. medias, right? So I'm, a, yep, mm-hmm. I'm a communication major. So I, I've done a lot of stuff, um, like PR, PR stuff. So 
to seeing you like you're in the same field, former athlete, like we're both in the sports heavy, you know, cause Dre's like, you know, he's Definitely. in, he's in the different stuff too. He could play and, you know, he loves soccer and stuff like that. But, but so for sure, when I met you, I was like, okay, yeah. And, and so, you know, it was only fitting that, you know, obviously we, you know, it was, it was nice that day and we didn't, you know, at the, the bonfire, but for sure, this was a fitting podcast. Cause um, you know, I know we're like-minded people. Absolutely, man. I appreciate that. And uh, you just asking, you know, how my mom is and everything that that's means the world, man. Appreciate it. And that's kind of what you embody. I'm not just trying to blow smoke or anything, but uh, you're just, you do come from a loving aspect. I mean, like with your music, with almost every song, and I've listened to a ton of stuff that you have. And uh, I, I do like that song a lot though. The new one, the new one, you are special. Yeah, you know, you hit it on the head. You know, I come from the reason, you know, I brought up your mom because I remember when I met her, she reminded me of my mom. My mom's just, you know, she's all love. She's like, you know, you know, she's she cares about everyone. She's just super sweet. And so in being away from home, right, being with Dre and being in Arkansas, you know, his mother, you know, rest in peace, um, who just passed away. She was, you know, she was actually it was funny because I was away from home and I don't even I don't live with my mom anymore. But being there with Dre and having her in the house, you know, she did treat me like a son. And then, like I said, and then going to your house and meeting your mom, it just, I don't know, it was, it was, it was crazy because I was like at home, away from home. And, um, but your mom honestly reminded me of my mom a lot. So like, you know, and I come from, you know, being raised by my mom and my dad. And so it's just like, I can't help but, you know, give that same love, like the love I was raised with. It's like, you know, I feel like that that's who I owe my gratitude towards or it's like um um embedded or indebted to them and it's like and it's like I'm just paying it forward right like you know not just in a way you could say I was spoiled or I was raised a certain way but at the same time you know I I do honor it and I I'm I'm grateful for it and I get thanks and like the one way to do it is is to really like say just pay it forward you know so but yeah everything I do I, I feel like I try to operate out of love and I really um you know one of my main things is putting um putting yourself in like others shoes you know what i'm saying so like i'm always mm -hmm. considerate of others and i feel like that's like a big part or reason why you know i am the person i am and and obviously like i said my mom has a big thing to do with it so but no i, I appreciate you man like i said you listen to the music and still follow along it you know it's a it's a big um you know I, it's a big appreciation for sure yeah man and and i'm not just i i really think you're you're good you got good stuff i mean you would admit this too you're not like you don't have a million followers yet <laughs> but you know um we're getting there gotta put in the work and uh shoot i i got a good question for you because i think this will be a good episode for people that are whether they're younger or older who are getting into music like how did you get into music kind of what was your story there you know what? So, yeah, so I told you it's a, it was a long time ago, but um, but growing up mm -hmm. um, back then, you know, so back then breakdancing, for example, it all I feel like I don't know, I always have to bring up the breakdancing scene, but that's how it kind of started. So when I was younger, like middle school, we used to breakdance. And um, and so like that, I guess that's a part of kind of like hip hop, right? Breakdancing, like you can skating, break dance. all this stuff used to. Yeah. For that, those days are way long gone, but I was a pretty good break dancer. Um, you know, so, but so for example, so we started break dancing like early, you know, early before middle school. And then, um, and then come like mid middle school where, you know, we, we got into the skating, like there were these phases like growing up. Right. So we went through like the break dancing phase, the skating phase, you know, there was the art phase, like the, you know, the graffiti phase. And then, um, <laughs> and probably early high school, 
is when, um, you know, we started freestyling. So like, I remember, you know, early in high school, my friends, we would, uh, you know, they would freestyle or and we would freestyle, you know, I was like always the shy one. So I remember when they would do it in school. So specifically high school, they would have their little, you know, circle ciphers and they're, you know, they're, they're rhyming or whatever. And I don't like I said, so I don't know how, how that started, but like, I just always talk about the evolution of it. So I know it went from breakdancing to skating to all of a sudden we're over here, you know, freestyling and rapping. But, um, but, uh, so yeah, so, and I was always a shy one. I didn't like to do it in public, you know, but I was, I don't know, I guess I had a, like a, a gift at it. So I remember, um, in sixth grade, um, I remember writing, uh, we had a, a poetry assignment and I remember, um, I went home and I wrote this poem and, um, but the poem was like more like a rap. It was funny. So it was like assignment, you know, to, to, to go home and write this poem and then bring it back to class. So all I really remember from the poem was like, oh, you know, going home after school, thinking I'm cool, taking a dip in the pool, you know, something to that sort. But when I went back home, when I went back to school, you know, the, you know, cause I wasn't shy. I like writing. So my gift is writing, right. I love to write, you know, I love writing essays and, and that type of things. And so it was always like creative writing. So anyways, um, you know, I go back to school and I, and they're asking for volunteers. And sure enough, I'm the one that's like, no one's raising their hand. I'm like, all right, I'll raise my hand, you know, and, and I'll read my poem in class. And, um, and I read it and, and literally it was crazy because it was sixth grade, but like the whole class was like, was in awe that when I read this, this poem, you know, and they're like, all like, no, not a standing ovation, but that's how I describe it. Like, you know, kids are like, give me a standing ovation and everyone was like impressed. But um, I feel like that was the start. Class, and like, man, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Teacher, everyone was like, you know. So and um, and I feel like that was the start to my to my hip hop, you know, musical kind of journey because, um, I don't know. I think after I wrote that poem, which was really like a rap, it was so funny, and I felt like that was like me knowing and kind of seeing that I had a gift, and you know, and creative writing and lyricism. And um, so sure enough, like I said, that was early middle school. But once again, we you know by the time we were coming in high school, we were freestyling. Um, and then um, early on, you know, a buddy of mine, um, he uh, he was a cancer survivor. So he um, you know, we actually used to meet at his house to do like a lot of these freestyles because that's all it was at first. It was really innocent, just freestyling over over beats. You know, we used to listen to a lot of different music from like Bone Thugs. And I was a big Tupac fan. So oh, yeah. so my buddy who we used to always be meet at his house and do these freestyles, he ended up, uh, you know, getting cancer, but he survived it and, um, and make a wish foundation granted him a wish. And his wish was for a home recording studio. And this was around the time when, uh, Shaq and Kobe, I always tell this story. I love this story. So hopefully, uh, you know, you don't mind. This was around the time of the Shaq and Kobe, the three Pete era, you know, and, um, and so he yes, had sir. the chance to meet, meet Kobe, meet Shaq, you know, he could have got whatever oh, he wanted because you man. don't make a wish foundation. They'll give you whatever you want. So he, he um, wishes for a, a recording studio because like I said, we're always at his house doing these freestyles and, you know, rapping, I guess you could say. And um, sure enough, they grant him a recording studio. And so early, like in high school, so this was like, I graduated 2005. So we're talking about like 2000 now. Um, and I was, uh, so we actually started recording music. So, you know, we started actually recording stuff on the cd and this was like back then it was like not rare but it, it was rare so like it started yeah, from the time you know, freestyling to we're coming to school with cds and passing them out to our friends like hey look at the cd you know we write on with the marker and like this is our this is our album or whatever or this is our music and um and we're recording music and it was like a big thing back then because now it's all different right you got like spotify and all this stuff 
And back then that was like, I, you know, iTunes and Apple music, all that stuff was like, that was like way, you know, kind of like ahead of the game, whatever. So, but we started recording music early on. um, And, um, and so, you know, rest in peace, my friend, he, he ended up dying through uh, by a drive-by. So, you know, cancer didn't even kill him. You know, he died oh, in the hood man. from a, from a stray bullet, not even a stray bullet, but you know, he got caught in front of his house and um, yeah, gang violence was like pretty big back then, you know? So, um, so long story short. So when I got to college, um, I used my financial aid to buy my own studio too. So it just developed little by little. Um, and I, you know, in his honor, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get my own home studio. Cause after that, like things kind of fell apart with, with, with him and, and the group, we had a little group going on. And um, yeah. so I got my own recording equipment through my college funds, through my, uh, my Pell Grant. And, um, and I just yeah, started yeah. recording and this was a, yeah. So, and before my friend passed away, actually my brother was same thing was a victim of gang violence. So I decided to get a home recording studio and, and I like the first song I did was uh, in my, my home studio, my solo song was, uh, it's called, I do it just for you. And it was for my brother and um and honestly and and here i am you know so so about 15 20 years later i'm still making music and and still trying to make an impact and you know and i think that's a big part of why i do positive music because i've seen so much gang violence been you know how it how it affected my family and my friends and and so you know but that's kind of how i got into music man and honestly it's been hard for me to let it go there's some days where i'm just like you know i don't know if i want to focus on music anymore i want to just live my life and focus on other things that are important but but at the same time, I feel like music is such a part of me that it's hard for me to let it go, you know, so. Yeah, it, I can tell it brings you a lot of happiness, man. And I think a lot of people who maybe listen to this or just go through that with whatever their passion is in life. You know, I go through it all the time with sports. I'm like, man, it doesn't pay the bills, right? Or yep. it doesn't for me anyways. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but yeah, it's uh, I think my advice or just to anybody listening is like, just do things you love to do. And, you know, it does take a lot of luck to make it. It truly does. I think every successful musician, they're all good. There's so many good people out there, but I bet all of them would admit it takes a little luck. No, and so, I agree. And yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask you another question. I was going to say, um, you know, to somebody who is trying to get into music, what, what kind of advice or helpful tips would you have for them? Yeah, you know what? I, I do give a lot of people asking me for advice. And um, and and ultimately, because the, the truth is, like you said, if you're actually trying to get into the industry, it's a really tough industry, you know, and, and me doing music, I never really did it to get into the industry. Like I said, it was always more therapeutic for me. Right. So like, mm-hmm. um, like I said, you know, rapping about my brother or my friends that passed away and doing like tribute songs and birthday songs and all this stuff. So, but people that are actually trying to make it into the industry is, is really tough, you know, and that was never my goal, but, but honestly, I think the best, the best advice is, is kind of what you, what you just mentioned was, you know, if you're going to do it, really do it, you know, for the right reasons, you know, and because you want to do it, um, you know, hopefully it's something that you're passionate about. Anybody that's really coming into the to the musician, you know, to the um, to the music scene. And um, if it's like and, and like you said, that goes for anything. Right. Like if you if you're truly have a, a passion for it or you feel like you have a gift or something you're just truly in love with. Um, my best advice would be just go 100 percent, you know, go all in, 
you know, literally just just put all your eggs in the basket because I think even though that was never my intention to to really, you know, I want to be the next Eminem, you know, because that was always my comparison, right? It's like, oh, a little Matt, you know, he's, he's little Eminem. <laughs> little Slim Shady. What? Yeah, a little Slim Shady. I got all those comparisons because this was once again around the Eminem era and all that and all that good stuff. So, but my best advice probably to anybody would be to to go all in, to dive in head first, you know, truly give it a hundred percent from all the time you're gonna put into recording, all the all the lyrics you're gonna be writing you know, networking, make sure you're networking with the right people. You know what I'm saying? Learn from, from different people, you know, mm-hmm. learn from honesty too. learn from the industry artists. Like, cause that was another thing I didn't like to do was I didn't like to mimic any of these artists online. And that's why I feel like I did develop a unique sound, but at the same time, I know there is a lot of good things that you could learn from a lot of these artists that, that made it into the industry that are making a living off their music. So, so that's my best advice to anybody that's listening to this that would love to to get into music somehow or or aspires to be a recording artist. Like, just go all in, you know, hundred percent, you know, network because you you're gonna need to know some people, right? You, like I said, a little bit of luck yeah. and a, a, it's kind of like who you know almost a lot of times. And um, absolutely. And then also, yeah, and then so network and and you know, kind of take notes and take advice and just soak it all in, kind of like be a sponge. And um, but ultimately, I feel like you got to commit 100 percent because and that goes with anything, because I feel like in my life, I do so many things. Right. So you just mentioned Coach Shuler. Right. So I'm the I'm the PE teacher at, you know, during the day I'm the you know, I'm Coach Matt. Um, you know, I'm an artist. I, you know, I also, you know, I'm working on my my own kind of entrepreneurial business. So I do everything from from my own photography, videography. I run the studio business. So I record myself, all my music self-produced. Um, self-engineered self-recorded so I you know I opened up my studio to other artists and I was doing you know I have my make your mark studio business which I expanded into photo video um I gotta do a lot of things for me okay back yeah so all these things um I love to do so I, I felt like I really I put myself into to many different hats and and I split myself up in so many different ways and I always told myself I was like you know what if you committed to one thing whether it was music whether it was coaching whether it was um your 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 business whatever it is I feel like that would have benefited me where you know not to say I'm not successful in a sense but I could have been you know more developed into whatever industry I wanted to by now but I, I divide myself in so many ways where I'm so split up and I put my energy into a lot of different things, but it, but it's great because I'm so fulfilled because I love all these different things and they bring me so much, so much joy in their own ways. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, but so ultimately my best advice to anybody, you know, or like not a mistake from me to learn, but like, if you're going to do it, go all in, you know, don't be like me one, one foot in one foot out because I never really wanted to make it, you know, but everyone's like, Hey man, your music's so good. Like I can't believe you're on the radio all this stuff. Right. And I'm like, well, you know what? I never committed myself to, to doing that. That was never my goal. So, but if that's your goal, I feel like you just gotta, you gotta go hundred percent. Don't look back and like, and no work and just, and just give it, you know, give it your best foot, you know, put your best foot forward. Yeah. You'd, uh, you'd rather at least go all in so that when you're not, when you're 90 years old, you don't have regret. You know, I think a lot of people live with, with regret and it, it eats me alive sometimes, you know? Um, but that, that's great advice, honestly, with anything, just, if you love it, go all in. That's kind of why I'm getting back into the podcasting. Cause I just love having 
conversations with people. I do it all day long on the phone. I just call people, call people, call people. That's what I do for work. And I can't necessarily record every conversation I have first off, cause that's illegal. And uh, at least in Arkansas, um, but also like I do have some really meaningful conversations during the day that I wish were turned into a podcast or something so that other people can gain value out of it. And I don't no. really believe a oh, lot yeah. of people that will listen to this are young. So I think they probably relate pretty well to, you know, having one foot in one foot out. I mean, we all have passions, but we all got to work. We all got to, you know, survive and pay the bills too. But that's why it's so important. Just do something that you enjoy. And, and even though you can't go a hundred percent all in and make money off it, maybe right now, it, it could change. And the good news is we live in the best time ever for that. You know, social media allows us to get content out there. Um, we, you know, even, 2000, 2005, like not everybody had a recording studio. It's pretty easy to get a microphone now. You know, it's not that that's studio quality or anything, but it's pretty easy to have access to this technology that allows you to put your passions into the world. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, right now is the the best time to do it. And, and it's crazy because that's why you see, a, you see a lot of hip hop artists, recording artists, young kids that want to rap. Like I work in the, you know, the, the, um, the, the school system and you know the district so i've noticed it the last few years that it is crazy how many students you know they want to become artists or they want to rap or they want to make music and because nowadays it's so accessible right it's so accessible and some yeah. of the music you hear just seems seems fairly easy right just oh just put some auto tune on you know because like, i'm an engineer so i've dealt <laughs> with artists where they're just like make me sound like so-and-so you know and um but no, you're absolutely right. Today's the best day and age to really pursue it, to do it, and to do it independently. So back then, you really needed a manager. You needed a publicist. You needed a, a record label, right, to really put you in the right places. But now, yeah. I've worked with so many artists. I've done shows with so many artists. They're making a living. They're making millions, right? Like, they're they're making a killing independently, which is, like, the best thing. So, yeah, so, like, any other any young artists out there any listening, I would say go for it, go for broke, like I said, there's no stopping you because you could not only do it, but you could do it independently, you know, especially if you have a gift, if you have a passion for this, like there's no stopping you at this, at this point in time, you know, with all that, with all that we have accessible to us, you know, but, um, but yeah, so that, you know, this is a, it's cool, you know, where, where I got caught up in the middle, you know, in the, the early age, like you said, but, um, but now it's, it's, it's really a blessing for the, for these young kids and that do aspire to be musicians you know, because it's it's everywhere and, and there's so many kids that are are, are doing it and, and young kids that come up and but um but yeah so ultimately you know um and I was gonna say too I'm I wanna see inspired by you brother because you know like I said I do I, I love to do a lot of different things and to see you what you're trying to do with the podcast is really inspiring because you know once again I'm also you know working on a book so I have an album called Be Blessed. Oh, cool. I've been working on this book for the last couple of years it feels like um, um called How to Be Blessed and um so that's like my mantra that's my tagline and so we're all right there. We're, we're right there energetically. And we're kind of like on the same page, me and you. Right. So so my book um, and, I, and I was thinking about doing the podcast. Right. So to see you doing the podcast and like you said, putting your energy into something you love, you know, this that's what it's, that's what life's all about. It's like at the end of the day, no matter how much money you make, no matter, you know, what you're doing in life, if you're doing what you love, 
then then you're going to be fulfilled and you're going to be happy no matter what. And, you know, that's kind of where I'm at in my life where, like I said, I do a bunch of things, a lot of little things, but but I'm truly fulfilled. I'm truly happy in life because I feel like I'm doing what I love, like times 10, you know, coaching, um, you know, working with the youth, doing music, like I said, doing photography. Like, you know, I, I just love. Yeah, I do so many things I love. And I feel like, yeah, ultimately, like the best advice for anybody, for anything is like, like you can't go wrong like doing what you love. It doesn't matter how much money you're making, but if you're happy, then then ultimately that's that's what life's all about. Can't put a price on happiness, right? And you know, I would definitely suggest doing a podcast. You're a good communicator. You got a good voice for it, obviously. Um, and it's funny because when I started the podcast, I think about four years ago now, um, my intention was never. Obviously, I'd love for it to go viral and, you know, have hundreds of thousands of listeners and get advertising money off of it. But I think it's going to be really cool in like 15, 20 years when I can look back on some of this, these episodes and listen to this conversation and see how much I've changed, how much I've learned. And even if I'm not around, hopefully I am, but maybe my kids or my family or, you know, my friends can go back and kind of tune into it so I would definitely suggest starting one man I know it's with you with your schedule being a coach and, and a teach and man it's just a lot going on of course we're all spread that's so what thin. I'm saying. we got we to sleep you know yeah no that's what I'm saying I feel like <clears throat> with all these with all these uh you know things that I want to do with all these aspirations it's been hard for me to really get one launched off the ground right so um you know we're well, that's where book, other people um, come in know, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's where you but, find but yeah. those, those like-minded people. And I think we'll, we'll have some conversations off the air, uh, just you know, how maybe we can help each other. Cause that's, you know, if you ever want to make a big business, you got to have people, you got to have people. So, yeah, absolutely. No, but for sure. It's still one of my goals and, and talking to you now. And honestly, just even thinking about doing this episode with you, I was like, man, like I need to get my, you know, get my podcast. And I listen to to, you know, a couple of your episodes. And I was like, and like you said, we're, I was like, dude, dude, this is exactly what I want to do. I want to do, you know, obviously with everything I do with the music, you know, with this book or everything is kind of on the same path. I just want to, like you said, leave something behind that's really going to inspire somebody or really touch somebody or, you know, kind of, um, you know, do the good work, so to speak. And, um, and like you said, whether and music, that's what, that's what music is for me. It's like, you know, with, with all that I've dealt with, I'm like, you know, when I'm gone, what what am I going to be remembered by? Like, who am I going to be remembered as? Like, what am I going to leave behind? You know, right now I don't have kids. And but it's like ultimately you leave your legacy, you know, like with the people you touch, you know, the, um, you know, the things you do, the things you create. So being able to create music and, and like I said, be the coach. And these are all things I just feel like hopefully are going to, you know, leave something, you know, good in the world. It's like we're here, you know, we got to I feel like we got to bring something good into the world and, and leave something behind. So, so, but no, I've been, I've been for sure thinking about rethinking about the podcast. Cause I was, I went, I bought all the equipment, even though I, I have the equipment and then, um, and then I got sidetracked and, you know, like I said, just trying to do so many things. We spread ourselves thin, like you said. So, but, but no, bro, I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. Um, and I'm going to continue, you know, I'm going to continue uh, just I, doing I what I love. You commit, sure. So I heard you commit to it. I, I better hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have to, you know, so I get, like you said, we got to talk about how to get off the ground. Cause that was going to be one of my questions for you was, was, you know, what was your inspiration for the podcast or, and you know, how'd you go about it? You know? Okay. So I got a, I got a kind of a funny story. Um, 
the first like 15 episodes of the podcast are terrible. I urge people to go back and listen to it, just how much I've improved. But one of the episodes I did a rap, it's like one minute. <laughs> it's uh, it's just me rhyming. I can't sing for anything or maybe I can. I don't know. I've never actually uh, sang or done anything like perform in front of people. It's kind of like one of my, and I don't tell a lot of people, this is one of my fears is like doing karaoke. Mm-hmm. karaoke's hard um <laughs> or it's hard for me to get up there and actually sing in front of people and I feel like I've got an okay voice at least from a podcasting standpoint but yeah um if that's why podcast is good because you're behind the scenes yeah yeah exactly but hey if you ever want to go back and hear me rap good lord tune into <laughs> one of those first few episodes oh, I'll check that out for sure <laughs> well hey man um I know it's it's kind of late here in the central time. I know you're over there in California and we had talked to, but as far as like, where, where can people find you modern day soldier, soldier. soldier. Yeah. So honestly, you, you can find me anywhere you, you find your music, you know, whether it's YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, you know, iHeartRadio, wherever you get, you know, I'm on all platforms. Um, just search a modern day soldier. So that's modern day. Um, and soldiers S O U L. J A. So that's three words. Um, you know, I, I got the I got the website, which still needs to be updated, moderndaysoldier.net. Um, and then um, but yeah, so anywhere, you know, you could Google me too. I don't I don't want to, you know, you know, pat myself on the back. But yeah, even if you do a Google search and you just type in modern day soldier, you'll see it like a lot of my links will pop up, you know. So I got all stuff everywhere from SoundCloud to you know, to a band camp and all these different websites, you know, so, but yeah, so, so look me up on the internet. You'll, you'll find any of my music, my music videos on YouTube, of course. And, um, and yeah, so they could, you know, just, just do a Google search or anywhere you listen to your music, you know. Absolutely, man. That's, that's good stuff. I'm glad that you're just like spreading yourself out there too. I mean, it's important to be diverse and, and hit all these channels because you do have good stuff and uh, you're, you're preaching a positive thing for sure. So yeah, man. Um, well, hey, we're gonna have to do this again when we have a little bit more time, and uh, you know, we can maybe do it in person next time or something, right? Whenever we make it to Arkansas. You said you're you're gonna be touring to uh, going to New York to to do a new video or what? Yep. Yeah. So I'm headed to New York at the end of May, early June. Um, I'm actually gonna be working on a new music video um, for a song that I did dedicated to my grandma. Um, she's out there. I'm actually gonna visit her her uh, her um her plot for the first time. And um and I'm a I'm gonna do a, a little vlog because I started a vlog series I never really finished nice. it but I'm gonna do my tenth episode out there kind of end the vlog and then um do my music video visit you know visit my grandma and, and hopefully discover some some uh, unknown ancestry kind of you know links in my family tree and things like that but it's gonna be it's gonna be nice and you know if I do get the chance I'm I'm planning to go to Arkansas again to you know to visit Dre and I got friends in Texas and. So I, I should be back. But even if, you know, whatever we got to do, part two, let's do it. And, um, you know, and I'll, I'll be ready for sure. Absolutely, man. Really appreciate that. Uh, fun conversation, too. Shoot. It, it goes by so fast. Like I said, I, I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts and his are three hours long. But I could have a three hour conversation, but uh, I don't want to upset upset your girl or anything. So. <laughs> no, even, even if. Even if we do it off the, you know, off record or whatever, you know, I'm down to, to meet up on Zoom again. We could talk and, and you know, anything that you come up with that's like, you know, cool for you. You want a specific episode for like, I'm, I'm all for it. Hey, 
appreciate you lending a hand, man. Really. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and it was an honor to be on here, brother, because like I said, you know, this is, this is a perfect platform for me to, you know, to promote my music and to see what you're doing and to be a part of it is, is a blessing. So I appreciate it. Well said, man. Thank you. We'll talk soon. All right, Keaton.